This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Department of Veterans Affairs is preparing to distribute a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as it receives emergency approval. But the process of getting it to veterans and VA healthcare workers is a long and complicated one. And it'll be especially challenging to deliver the vaccine to VA facilities in rural and remote areas. Meanwhile, some senators say VA could be more open and veterans and employees should expect that. More from Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco. It's not going to be easy to distribute COVID-19 vaccines to hundreds of thousands of VA employees and millions of veterans. VA ordered 73,000 doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. It's ordered another 22,000 doses of the Moderna vaccine. Both require two shots a person. The Pfizer vaccine is supposed to receive emergency use authorization any day now. Richard Stone is the acting undersecretary for health at VA. Our vaccine plan is with the CDC. And that vaccine plan is still dependent upon our ability to move the Pfizer vaccine, which requires a negative 70 degrees Fahrenheit uh, refrigeration and freezing uh, across the nation. We have 37 sites prepared to accept the vaccine. We submitted an order for 73,000 doses last week. Those uh, doses will be distributed after the emergency use authorization is obtained. Uh, or at least that's what we're anticipating that will occur uh, the end of this week or through the weekend. We do anticipate that shipment will occur across the nation. VA released a preliminary vaccine distribution plan yesterday. It names the 37 sites that are prepared to receive the Pfizer vaccine. Stone says VA will have 188 sites to accept the Moderna vaccine whenever it gets approval from the Food and Drug Administration. Senator John Tester is the ranking member of the Veterans Affairs Committee. He's been pushing VA to release a vaccine distribution plan, and he questioned whether veterans and employees were aware of that plan. Dr. Stone, I need to know what's causing the holdup of the final plan and what can be done to help things along. I am particularly concerned how the VA will reach staff and veterans in rural locations where the coronavirus is spreading uh, rapidly and overcrowding uh, local hospitals. Whether it's in a VA nursing home in Miles City, Montana or Washington, D.C., veterans and staff need to know there is a vaccine plan in place that will reach everyone regardless of where they live or work. And here's Tester again with Stone. Can you handle the distribution, number one? And number two, is it an adequate amount for the largest healthcare system in the nation? It is not an adequate amount, and this will be a long process for us to reach all 7 million veterans who we believe will want vaccination from us, as well as all 400,000 employees of the agency. We do anticipate, sir, weekly distribution and it remains to be seen how robust that weekly distribution will be. All VA medical centers have practiced how they'll receive and administer the COVID-19 vaccine whenever they receive it. VA does have some practice with this. It runs an annual influenza vaccine program and has administered at least a million flu shots to veterans so far this year. Still, there's no doubt that there are some unique challenges with this COVID-19 vaccine. Stone says tracking which veterans and employees have received one or both doses will be a Herculean effort. And he reiterated his concerns with reaching veterans and employees in rural and remote locations. Here's Stone. Before we began here, I had a conversation about our ability to obtain a short runway aircraft to go into rural areas that we could bring small amounts of vaccine in 
to those rural areas where there's 20, 30, 50, or 100 veterans. I believe we're going to need to have that kind of creativity and innovation in order to deliver this effectively and quickly. VA, like the rest of the country, is dealing with a surge in COVID-19 cases. As of yesterday, it was tracking nearly 16,000 active cases among veterans, employees, and others. Close to 1,300 VA healthcare workers have active cases, and 79 VA employees have died due to complications from COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic. The Veterans Health Administration got over $17 billion to deal with the pandemic through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, or CARES Act. Stone says VA has spent about $8 billion of it so far. I think we'll consume the rest of it through the remainder of this fiscal year. But I do believe there's a lot we can't see about vaccine distribution. And I think we're still probably three to four weeks ahead of the peak of what we're going to see in this uh, in this escalation of cases across the nation. Stone is also urging Congress to consider extending some of the hiring authorities VA got this year. It have allowed us to hire over 66,000 employees. Should we expire in those authorities, it will make it very difficult for us to sustain this workforce in the manner that we have. So that is one area I would ask you to think about. While the Veterans Health Administration is still wading through the health crisis, the Veterans Benefits Administration is digging out of a backlog that the pandemic created. VA stopped conducting in-person compensation and pension exams back in March. Contract examiners followed VA's lead. VA did use existing medical records to grant some benefits, but VBA ultimately couldn't complete as many claims, and there is a backlog today of 200,000 unprocessed claims. Plus, the number of C&P exams is piling up, too, to around 350,000. Paul Lawrence is VA's Undersecretary for Benefits, and he says VBA will bring the exam backlog down to 140,000 by July so the agency can focus its attention on the claims backlog. The goal is to get the claims backlog back to pre-COVID levels by the end of 2021. But to accomplish this, VBA is planning to outsource more C&P exams and expand its contractor base. There haven't been a ton of details on this effort yet, and some senators are concerned VA hasn't explained the rationale to outsource more of the work. Here's Lawrence. We measure, we give a survey to every veteran in terms of their satisfaction with the process, not just the exam itself, but the arrangement for the appointment and then a follow-up. The surveys indicate that about 92% have a positive experience with us. Okay, I do get complaints and I do investigate some of those. Where we can compare the quality of care in two special focus reviews between VHA and the contract medical examiners, the contract medical examiners came out slightly ahead. It is a concern for us, the quality of the exams, but so far we've seen that they are very strong and very good and they are available. We are working directly with the contractors to expand their capacity in locations for our homebound veterans and the like to make sure we can get as many of those going so we can reduce the claims backlog. VA says contractors won't take over all C&P exams. The department will continue to handle certain types of specialized exams for veterans. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. And you can find Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.